Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible on the Streetlights America podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Daily Audio Bible. In our last episode, we covered chapter 4. Here we witness the extent of Moses' conversation with the Lord at the burning bush, concerning his insecurities about his speech and about the people receiving him and believing him. So the Lord demonstrates his power to Moses by demonstrating some of the miracles that he would perform in the land of Egypt, and also allowed Moses to use Aaron his brother as a spokesman. After this, Moses leaves and returns for Egypt, and meets his brother along the way, and speaks to the children of Israel to inform them that the Lord had visited them. Today we are covering chapter 5, and here we witness the first encounter of Moses and Aaron with Pharaoh, their very first meeting. And Pharaoh is not pleased with the request to let the children of Israel go, not even to spend a little amount of time to sacrifice to their God, that is, the God of Israel. So instead, he makes their burdens needlessly hard, more or less as an insult, portraying them as idle people, not fully understanding or believing the power of the God that he was about to face. Needless to say, this very much displeased the children of Israel, causing them to distrust Moses and Aaron. And the results of this first encounter with Pharaoh is not easy for Moses to process, as he continues to question God as to why he was chosen and why this didn't work. So without further ado, let's begin. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord, that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. So they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please, let us go three days' journey into the desert and sacrifice to the Lord our God lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. Then the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people from their work? Get back to your labor. And Pharaoh said, Look, the people of the land are many now, and you make them rest from their labor. So the same day Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, You shall no longer give the people straw to make bricks as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves, and you shall lay on them the quota of bricks which they made before. You shall not reduce it, for they are idle. Therefore they cry out, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let more work be laid on the men, that they may labor in it, and let them not regard false words." And the taskmasters of the people and their officers went out and spoke to the people, saying, Thus says Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go, get yourselves straw where you can find it, yet none of your work will be reduced. So the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble instead of straw. And the taskmasters forced them to hurry, saying, Fulfill your work, your daily quota, as when there was straw. Also the officers of the children of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and were asked, Why did you not fulfill your task in making brick both yesterday and today as before? 
Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried out to Pharaoh, saying, Why are you dealing thus with your servants? There is no straw given to your servants, and they say to us, Make brick. And indeed your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. But he said, You are idle, idle. Therefore you say, Let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Therefore go now and work, for no straw shall be given to you. Yet you shall deliver the quota of bricks. And the officers of the children of Israel saw that they were in trouble after it was said, You shall not reduce any bricks from your daily quota. Then, as they came out from Pharaoh, they met Moses and Aaron, who stood there to meet them. And they said to them, Let the Lord look on you and judge. Because you have made us abhorrent in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants, to put a sword in their hands to kill us. So Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you brought trouble on this people? Why is it you have sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to all this people. Neither have you delivered your people at all. And that will conclude today's reading. Now, we already know how insecure Moses was to begin with, considering his conversation with the Lord of the burning bush. And when things go wrong, Moses automatically questions why the Lord had done this, why he had caused this to have more trouble, and why God chose him to be the vessel of this incident. But also keep in mind, God told him that this wasn't going to go easy. God informed him that Pharaoh was going to be hard of heart, and that he would not heed him the first time, not even the first couple times, and that God was going to have to use a mighty hand to deliver them. Now, I'm going to be outright transparent here. I can't really judge Moses on this at all. The only reason why is because, well, I've done this. And I won't be a bit surprised that in the future when trials and tribulations come that I won't be asking questions either. But what matters the most here is not the fact that you ask questions, but that your turnaround is that you ask God for strength and to continue forward. And that we don't just constantly wallow in our sorrows and in our griefs or in our trials and tribulations, without realizing that God is in control of all, and what matters is that you put your faith and trust in His promises. Also, just kind of on a side note here, how many of you, when you listened to this story just now, thought you were going to see a rod be thrown before Pharaoh and it turn into a snake? The reason why I, I kind of bring this up is because, for some reason, people often put the first encounter and second encounter together. Probably just for ease of storytelling, I don't really know. And here's the thing, even though I know that the first encounter was separate from the second encounter, and the second encounter is the one where the first miracle was performed in front of Pharaoh, it still kind of messes with my mind a little bit whenever I read this first chapter, because in my mind I see like every single movie or animation or story that was created on this, putting those two together. It's not really an important thing, it's just an observation I couldn't help but notice. So the next time you're having your kids watch a Bible story on TV, be sure to take some time to study scripture with them independently because sometimes the stories are condensed and shortened. And that will conclude today's episode. As always, I want to thank you all so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you so much for listening, and may God bless you.
Be sure to teach the... <laughs> like, I know what it's supposed to sound like in my head, but it's just... <sighs> I know what it's supposed to sound like, but it's just not coming out right.